Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Is this Mexico's economic moment? The Mexican peso has been appreciating consistently since mid-2020. It is one of the strongest currencies amongst emerging markets that we've seen over the last three years. Mexico is also home to one of the best-performing stock markets. In early 2023, U.S. imports of goods from Mexico surpassed imports from China. So Mexico eclipsed China in July as the U.S.'s top trade partner of goods imported to the U.S., this for the first time in modern trade history. What are the economic opportunities for Mexico with U.S.-China tensions and nearshoring, rewiring global trade? Is Mexico best placed to benefit? We're looking at a Milken Institute report on Mexico's competitiveness as a strategic trade partner. Billions are heading towards Mexico. What will be made of this economic moment? Joining me live is Dr. Maggie Switek. She is Director for Regional Economics at the Milken Institute's Research Department. Welcome, Maggie. Hello. Hello, Michelle. It's nice to be with you on the show. Great to speak with you. What has the U.S. agenda of nearshoring meant for the Mexican economy? Well, yes, it has generated tremendous momentum in the Mexican economy, especially in uh, its foreign trade, uh, trade aspect. So just to give you an idea, Mexico's exports overall, not just to the U.S., has, have grown by approximately 40%. Since 2020, about 17% in just the past year. Mm. And in particular, Mexico's exports also in advanced technology products are um, growing strongly. So all of this is really strengthening the economy and also strengthening the position that Mexico plays as a trade partner with the U.S., but also more on a global level. So I alluded to global supply chain problems and geopolitical tensions at the start of our interview, but what are some of the other factors that have led the U.S. to focus more on trade with Mexico? Yes, absolutely. So Mexico faces unique advantages or provides unique advantages. So one of the most obvious ones is its geographic location and its proximity to the United States, which allows for reduced cost, costs and uh, simply makes it easier to integrate the two countries' supply chains. However, Mexico also has other advantages that are probably less obvious. According to uh, the International Trade Administration, Mexico is one of the countries that is most economically open. So the country has 13 free trade agreements with 50 countries. That is free trade agreements with more countries than the United States. Mm -hmm. It has bilateral investment treaties with 33 countries. You already mentioned Mexico's uh, exchange rate and its currency. It has a free-floating exchange rate, which makes it particularly attractive as a trade partner. And it also has remarkably low tariffs, even as compared to Canada. So Mexico really open to the world. I wonder what this greater partnership with its next-door neighbor, the U.S., means for jobs in the country, particularly for women as part of the uh, labor force. Yes, so the partnership definitely has created jobs. Now, it's interesting that you mention women because that is um, a, a part of the labor force that is um, 
discussed in detail in the report because what we observe is that overall, on average, labor force participation in Mexico is low. However, when we break that out into male and female labor force participation, what we observe is that what's really driving down this average is the low female labor force participation because Mexico's male labor force participation is actually above the level of men's labor force participation in the United States and Canada. However, the percentage of women that participate actively in the labor force is quite low in Mexico. Indeed, it is about 44% of female labor force participation, whereas just to give you an idea, in the United States, that percentage is much closer to 60%. So we're looking at, um, do you think that greater partnership with the U.S. could translate into a higher rates of participation amongst from women? It could. It also would require, however, uh, investment by companies into the training uh, of female labor force. But, you know, this is really an opportunity for companies. Such an unexplored labor force potential means that not only is there growth that is going on, but there's additional room for growth right. in the economy, if only that, um, that untapped potential can be utilized in the correct way. Great potentials for uh, an untapped labor force. Besides location, what else have you identified in terms of Mexico's strategic advantages in the context of trade uh, with the U.S. or perhaps vis-a-vis the larger world? Yes. So another thing that stands out is that Mexico's supply chains are actually already quite integrated. What do I mean by that? What I mean is that there's a lot of exchange trade going back and forth between U.S. and Mexico as compared to U.S. and China. So just to give you an idea, of the U.S. imports that the United States gets from Mexico, around 40% contain components that were manufactured in the U.S. So that means they contain components that were first imported by Mexico from the U.S., incorporated into the product in Mexico, and then sent back to the United States. So that, that generates a, um, a strategic collaboration where both countries are benefiting. So that's 40%. The percentage of U.S. imports from China that contain U.S.-made components is only 4%. So that ratio is astounding. That ratio means that collaboration with Mexico is not only easier because of the geographic proximity and the openness of the country, but it also can generate further growth for the United States as well as Mexico than collaboration with other countries. You mentioned um, openness, Mexico's openness. So we know as Mexico's foreign exports have grown and even as um, investment has come to Mexico, there have been strains, growing strains on its infrastructure, uh, power transmission, industrial space, water scarcity. Um, Also, what's been talked about is the business mindset in Mexico. I wonder if Mm -hmm. this has changed, uh, whether you're seeing incentives for innovation shift the business mindset. Well, the business mindset is that definitely set on growth. I actually just visited Mexico last week and uh, was talking to to, to investors 
in Mexico to Mexicans that are operating in the country. And one of the phrases that they mentioned to me was, when I look at Mexico, all I see is opportunities. And that's really where um, the, the business mindset is at the moment, or at least what my perception of it was. And I see that really myself in the data that, um, that I analyzed in the report. When I look at Mexico, all I see is growth coupled with untapped areas that can provide further growth in the future. So plenty of potential opportunities for growth that will need public-private partnerships um, to move it forward. I wonder what are some of the main areas that you see could benefit from public-private partnerships in terms of financing? So in terms of financing, definitely staff training in general, not just to the female labor force, but to the male labor force as, as well. So um, when we look at, so we've already spoken plenty about the advantages that Mexico provides. Mm-hmm. However, as I mentioned, as, as you mentioned, and as we all know, advantages are on one side of the hand. On the other side of the hand, we have the disadvantages, or not the disadvantages, but rather the possible the areas that have not been fully explored. And staff training is one of those in Mexico. So if we compare the levels of staff training in Mexico, they are below those of Vietnam, China, or South Korea, not to even mention Canada. So definitely further investment into the development of a specialized labor force can lead to more sustained and uh, more growth in general for the country. And we know Mexico is up against fierce competition from Vietnam uh, in the race to replace China as supply to the U.S. Um, For the key priority areas for Mexico moving forward, has this report been able to identify any? Yes, definitely. So one of the key areas that uh, stands out is the need for further development of Mexico's southern regions. You mentioned the uh, discussion around resources and water. (laughs) The northern states of Mexico, which are the ones that have been growing at the fastest rate, actually don't have as much uh, source of water. They are close to the as we know, the, the U.S. border, that is an area that is quite arid. Uh, now, the Mexico South is much more resource-rich. However, it has not been able to grow um, in the past just because of uh, lack of investment. Currently, the administration is actually working on a project that is the Corridor Isthmus of Tehuantepec, that project has the potential of really um, vitalizing growth in the South. It has already attracted about $4.5 billion of potential investment. Um, that investment has not been materialized, but it has been announced. The intention to invest that money has been announced by companies. So that is one area that stands out as, uh, as a priority for Mexico. For global investors who want to be part of this moment but are wary about whether or not Mexico is going to make the most of the potential uh, of this economic moment, uh, what do you say to them? When I look at the country, all I see is opportunity. Not only is there already sustained growth in advanced technology, last year, in between 2021 and 2022, Mexico's exports of advanced technology products 
to the U.S. increased by 22%. The exports of China to the U.S. of advanced technology products remained stable during the same year or dropped slightly. So we can see the relative growth of Mexico is huge. The potential for further growth is also there. Mexico is a land of opportunity. At thank, the moment. Thank you very much for joining us. She's Dr. Maggie Switek, Director of Regional Economics for the Milken Institute's Research Department. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.